is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man needs a doctor. Yeah, I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Uh, no. First off, I just want to ask you, because like I feel like this is something weird that I encountered being sick over the past uh, week. Do you have a thermometer in your house? Because I fucking don't. No. I uh, I haven't... God, uh, living at home is the last time I even saw a thermometer. Right? Is that something... Like a human I think, one, you know? I think you only get one when one. you have a kid. Uh, yeah, that's sad. I have a meat thermometer, but I don't have a human <laughs> thermometer. I don't know where you're sticking that. I don't know if it'll give you an nah, accurate read. I don't think, yeah, I don't know if you want to use that for that or what. I went to the grocery store, though, and, you know, I looked where in, like, the medicine type of aisle and couldn't find it. Maybe it's really? it was a grocery it's store. It's probably in the child section, I would imagine. You would find one of those electronic thermometers. That, you gotta that go to the make infinite. sense. Yeah, so I'm I- pretty sure the baby section. So I couldn't tell you if I had a fever or not, because I don't possess a thermometer, unfortunately. But I can tell you I was fucking sick. I was holding surfaces, trying to yeah. make my way around the house. Yeah, yeah, I could feel you on that. I was, it was weird. Separate, separate sides of the uh, United States, but we still got sick at the same fucking time. I wonder how many more is, people were sick last week. Yeah, right. Yeah, which is why. You guys didn't get too much content from us, and uh, we're apologizing for that. Yeah, we but, still uh, we're back on we track. still put out an episode. We put it out a little late on Wednesday instead of Monday, but yeah, we got some messages from some uh, listeners, and uh, no worries, we're back. We're I'm at like eighty percent. Let's call it. Yeah, that. yeah, you probably hear it in our voices. We definitely don't sound normal. But <laughs> it's all right. We're gonna roll with it anyway. Getting healthy. Hell yeah. And uh, welcome to American Slack Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse, hacking up along. Hopefully we keep it not too gross for you guys as we cough our way through this fucking episode. First off, we want to say thank you to a couple people. Hell yeah. People that support our show with Patreon. Yeah, our Patreon slackers. First off, Dave Gunn. Big thanks, man. Also, Kyle Nolan Bradford from the Crime Roulette Podcast. Big thanks to those guys. Go check out that show. And Aaron W. from the Yes and I Am podcast. Big thanks, guys. Hell yeah. Really Thank you, everybody, for supporting the show. Uh, your support goes a long way. Also, uh, I want to say thank you to Big H the Don on SoundCloud. He's provided some tracks for the background of our episodes. We really appreciate that. Hell yeah. A lot of good tracks. Um, I love them. Yeah, he's always coming up with really cool shit. Now, we have a pod shout-out to pick, don't we? Hell yeah. Get my the Twitter app loaded up here. You want to explain how, how our little contest works? Hell yeah. We shoot out a tweet every uh, week, and uh, everybody that gives us a retweet, they're eligible for a pod shout-out, and we will give you a shout-out about your podcast. And uh, 
We've had great success with it. We get quite a few every week. Last week it was uh, kind of a stalemate. Yeah, we're we're kind of sick, and we got our we got our tweet out late for the last episode, but we still got a couple of retweets on it. And we have we have one. Actually, it comes down to one one because uh, the host of the show and the show itself tweeted. Double. Our shout out goes to. Christian and Damon's Amazing Nerd Show, and they're at Amazing Nerd Show. Their description says, for fans, by fans, coming early 2018. Uh, former Longbox Scavenger co-hosts, so they, we've given a shout-out to them before. They talk about comics, wrestling, and more. It's the podcast you didn't know you wanted, so check them out okay. at Amazing oh, Nerd yeah. Show. Sounds like they're uh, putting something out early next year. Cool, cool. Sounds interesting. Definitely worthy of checking out. Congratulations on your iPod shout-out. So what do we got coming up in the show? Well, this week we're going to cover our bizarre news, as always. Did you think we're going to do something else? Come on now. And then we're going to move into video games. And then we're going to wrap it up. We haven't done TV suggestions in a while, so we're going to do them. That's very true. uh, we We got a couple of good ones. Both ones that I really am enjoying... Well, one I'm enjoying watching right now, one I've killed. Some Netflix so. hits. Stick around. And with our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. This time, going over to Vermont, where they're planning on legalizing marijuana in early January. Recreational? Yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's interesting. The reason this article from MarijuanaMoment.net caught my eye is because they said that it might be the first state to legalize through an act put forth by lawmakers rather than like a voter initiative ballot. Okay, yeah. Now, I didn't quite understand that exactly when you said that because I wasn't sure exactly of the process. Yeah, I guess in a lot of states like, you know, Colorado and California, they put it on a ballot so that uh, when people went to the polls, they could vote, like, do we want to legalize or not? And in Vermont's case, and also New Jersey's case, which uh, they're they're voting soon to figure out what they're going to do, it's going to be through lawmakers uh, saying yay or nay and getting, like, a signature from the governor. Now, it already went up once for... Uh, legislation to Governor Phil Scott, but he vetoed it because there were a couple of things that they wanted to make changes on, or that he wanted them to make changes on before he could put his John Hancock on that. Okay. But this time around, he, they made the changes, and they said he said that he's going to be comfortable signing it uh, in January when they have him uh, have it go forth to his desk. Now, this isn't going to be setting up any sort of, like, commercial business within Vermont. That was another interesting thing about this, is it's only going to be for personal use. Okay. So you're allowed to grow in your own home a certain amount of plants, and you could possess small amounts. But they're not going to be setting up any sort of, like, licensing for commercial industry. Ah, okay. Alright. Well, still that enables... It just makes it kind of hard because then you have to acquire the seeds from somebody at least. That makes it a little difficult. But Gotta come from still, somewhere. Again, I can't help but say a step in the right direction. Oh, absolutely. And Jersey might beat them at this. It all comes down to what happens in January. And Jersey okay. is, is going full-scale commercial. They had an election with their governor who campaigned 
uh, he, he was elected recently and he campaigned on legalization and he would be the first it would be the first state to end prohibition through an act of lawmakers if Vermont doesn't do it first <sighs> okay. so big news coming out of the northeast and uh, it looks like January is going to be green for a couple of states putting pressure on New York Oh yeah, god damn it man I'm so sick of it, I'm surrounded by Places that it's all legal now Right They need to get moving Now if you guys want to check out this article We're going to be posting it on Monday On our Facebook page like we do With all of our marijuana and weed news Well keeping up with news Of legalization in Canada We have an era That's quite funny and I can't help but uh, Relate to it Because my autocorrect butchers me all the time And you can bear witness You've gotten quite a few messages that are quite fucked up. A lot right? of duckings. Yeah, yeah, a lot of duckings. That happens. No, who but, says uh, ducking? Who says of it? Course, why why do they correct it to that? I know. But, you know, as computers have, them as, have it as well. In Ottawa, we had an era, an illegal bill. Bill C-45, which was set to legalize cannabis. An era with autocorrect has legalized cannibalism. So instead of cannabis... They ended up with cannibalism legalized? Yeah, cannibalism is now legalized. And this was uh, in between the th- the second and third uh, form of the bill. Somehow okay. an autocorrect error happened. And it got passed. This no occurred on November it. 30th. Yeah. Apparently, the big issue is that it's actually going to cost um, the Canadian economy up to $22 billion. Which I'm assuming is, you know, cannabis-related revenue that is lost because it's not technically illegal now. Because that's not what's written in the law. It's cannibalism. It's not cannabis. So they're not free to fucking act on selling, you know? Damn. That actually yeah. hurt them having that, that one little fucked up word. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, the article has this in there. I don't understand if it's truth or not. But it said it could create a boom in cannibalism-related tourism. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know how many there was a big industry for that. Cannibals are flocking to Canada caravans to well uh, i'd imagine more horror fans but even so it's like there's like a limit it's like oh they just enacted cannibalism is real like what's way to wait around for cannibalism to happen people (laughs) gnawing on each other on the at the bus stop yeah yeah so now they're counting on the senate to revoke this and reintroduce the bill with the proper spelling so that we legally have cannabis being legal in Ottawa as now, recreation. I, I feel like that's a, that's a misstep on... That's a clear, like, oh, you just showed your cards that you don't fucking read the laws that you pass. Like, not, well, not closely enough, I guess. Not closely enough, but you're talking about politicians that probably browse a million articles, you know, and, you know, do- dozens a day. So they're quick browsing. Cannibalism. That's their job. Cannabis. They might just look over it real quick and, you know, I don't know. That's their job. They fucked up. They did fuck up, especially, I don't know what Canadian politicians make, but American politicians have no leeway on that. They make too much money. (laughs) Right. We're going to move on from the cannibalism in Canada. We're getting into some holiday hijinks here. We, We have a toddler flipping tattooed mall Santa who's being told, tone it down. And his fans are not happy about it. His Every, fans are not happy about it. Oh, he this has man, fans? Santa, Santa Scott's got fans. In this Vice article, they uh, talked to 
people and this san this small Santa, and in Pennsylvania, he's known for you know doing kind of crazy photos. He'll take pictures with pets. He'll have like his snake, your snake around his arm or whatever, your puppy in his lap, and he also has tattoos that say naughty and nice on his arm on either arm. So he's known for throwing children over his shoulder and taking like you know funny pictures where he's showing either the naughty or the nice tattoo maybe one one of each okay. send a grandma it's 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 he's definitely a, funny he's a progressive santa is he's what definitely you're saying. a little edgy he's got he's, he's got edgy. an edge to him some parents might appreciate that take on christmas time a lot of them seem to and i guess he's been told by the photo company this year that he can't show off his tattoos and that he can't like throw kids over his shoulder maybe it's an insurance or liability type of thing okay that's that's what immediately came to mind for me it's like oh you know they're worried about someone getting hurt or something but which is fair when uh some fans heard about this uh a, one fan named amanda went on facebook and you know typed out a rant got shared over 400 times because this guy's got like a good fan base Wow. They come back really and see him all the time. The people were pissed. They were like, this photo company fucking sucks. Like, he, I go every year to this guy, and he's awesome. And then other people were like, oh, boycott him. And they're like, oh, no, don't boycott him. Like, you, don't, it's not his fault. Do, like, he still needs Do you feel like the bad Santa movies have, like, influenced this a little bit? Like, the adaption of, like, yeah, he's just that kind of guy. Well, I think there's just, like, different families the out there these days. And it's like... He, I don't think he's pulling off a bank robbery with like a true. Like a yeah, I'm not saying dude. that. I'm just saying like the Santa that's like obviously not Santa, but he's just like he's, he's a dude that he's needs the a job. edgy Santa. Like if mom yeah. and dad like let Flash the kids get their hair cut into a mohawk and dye and shit, maybe they're gonna take him to the edgy Santa. You definitely see his dark grizzled beard under the white. He's Santa a biker. This beard. guy's a fucking like. He looks like a biker Santa. Oh like, God. That's Maybe a Santa you want to get lippy with at the mall. I'm watching too much Sons of Anarchy or something, but uh, he he's I like it. I it's a cool twist. It's different, and uh, he's still gonna do his like kind of crazy photos with a different photo company outside of the mall. If people still want that kind of picture okay. with their kids, but he's yeah. not allowed to you know flip kids over his shoulder, do all that kind of crazy shit. Yeah, mall. no more fucking stunts with the children, guys. Cut off. Calm down on, come down on that. No more putting them in the fucking dirt bike death of circle. <laughs> I'm, I'm with, I'm with Santa Scott. You know, he sometimes you gotta throw a kid over your shoulder and be like, you're getting cold. Ah, that's true. If they're a shitty kid, then throw them over your shoulder. We were just yeah. talking about earlier how, uh, you know, a surefire way to keep your kids in line: wrap a yeah. couple empty boxes and. They act up right in the oh, fire. Man. Honestly, I feel like that that is a pretty good approach to keep your kid in line. I'm not sure about the long-term effects on the development of your child, but for the short term, that's a, a solution. Or you know, if they're the if they're acting up on the way home, just like get, ask for an extra empty box of the new PS4 or whatever you're pulling home, and instead of giving it to the kid, pass it out the window to someone. Just give them oh an empty God. box and drive away. Your kids will be blown away. Yep. They can't fucking believe it. You gotta, you gotta wait it with bricks or something. Keep them, keep them in line. 
That way the person's not like, hey, this is empty. They're like, oh shit, thank you. And then you're just kind of ruining two people's days. You get a bonus out of that. You kind of ruin somebody else's day. Because they're like, I got a free fucking No presents, 5. no McDonald's, no ice cream, nothing. You're just fucking cut off, uh, kids. Ah, uh, cut off. Well, speaking of ice cream. Now, when you go to an establishment, Jesse. I want to ask you. How sexy is too sexy for an ice cream place's logo? <laughs> uh, it really depends what we're talking about here. Because... <laughs> if we got a good play on words, you might have me. Well, we kind of do. We got a place. This establishment is called Dairy Air. It's located in Montclair. It's in North Jersey. Dairy Air. Now, <laughs> what they have as a logo is they got a cool Jurassic Park style outline logo, Dairy Air. But next to that, they got a cow logo that's a uh, pretty thin cow with a big Dairy Air. And the cow's got its uh, butt sticking through like a, a loop. So it's kind of... It's a, it's a little it's too a little, voluptuous. We're keeping up with the edgy shit, man. This is a pretty fucking edgy ice cream joint. And now they're getting a little bit of backlash. Some parents are thinking this is too much. It's a hyper-sexualized female cow. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the quotes. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's definitely supposed to be a sexy cow. That's what they were going for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're, I just feel Is like they're the keeping up. Is it the fact that it's not wearing clothing? It's got a beret on. It's got a beret on, but there's no else. other clothing. We don't see, like, boobs or anything. So, I mean, it's not, like, crazy bad, but it's just it a is, butt. like, a humanized butt. It's a cow butt. It's not butt. a cow butt. That's no cow butt that I've ever seen. A butt's a butt. I mean, a butt's <laughs> I just know. the tops of legs. I hate to disagree. A butt is not a butt. <laughs> a butt is just the tops of legs. And cows have tops of legs, so they got a butt. I don't know, man. That's a that's a uh, cow butt right there. This cow, this cow is a little too human for my liking. It's interesting it's, how like people like get fixated on these things, though. You know, you can't just go and get your ice cream. You have to be like, this ass offends me. Like, it's too sexy for this oh cartoon. People look for something to be offended. Like, one of the quotes. This kind of marketing scheme is the reason we currently have a sexual predator in the White House. Like, it's like, what does that have to, like, what? You're making accusations about... I don't think an ice cream company in fucking North Jersey. This is all unrelated. Like, this is crazy. Like, no. Like, you have an issue with the logo. Why do you have an issue with the logo? Please tell me this. It's because you're attracted to a cow and you don't know how to feel about that. You're jealous of that cow's ass. Just be up in front. You're jealous you don't have that cow's ass. I get it. Yeah, it's uh, it's. I, I can see why they're confused about themselves when when it comes down to being turned on by a <laughs> ice cream cow logo. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the owner has not been able to be reached for comment through any of the news media, but I'm sure he's not going to alter his image. It's no, not too crazy. There's one to. logo, and when you go to the storefront, the main logo on the windows is a normal ice cream sandwich. It's nothing crazy. Now you if, don't even really see this logo. Now, if the cow had like its its tits, like all six of them pressed up against like the the glass or something, and they were big human boobs, <laughs> like they were just boob city, like three racks. <laughs> that would deep. be totally different. That'd be an issue. This if is people, just like older just, men would just be creeping to the front of the store, like <laughs> look, like naturally. Like, yeah, oh, you this, guys want to go to there? <laughs> we'll we'll post this uh, article actually, so that people can tell us like, what do you think? Is this cow? Yeah. Too what is the line? Sex. As far as, you are bringing mainly a children 
type crowd to this establishment. So, you know, I could see it, but I haven't heard a fair complaint. We'll post that one up on Tuesday. Hell yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Talk about stupid moves. The uh, people in our next story, this is something straight out of Jackass, if I were to say so. We have a man in... I enjoy Jackass. We have a man in Wolverhampton, which... Uh, could you give me a look up on Wolverhampton? Because I'm not sure where that's at. Wolverhampton? Like Wolverine? Wolverhampton. And a man in Wolverhampton decided it'd be a great idea for him and his friends. Uh, you know, they wanted to make an internet video, as, as many people do. They decided, let's cement our friend's head inside of a microwave. Now, before well, you ask, there was a breathing tube. Oh my god. This most is one important of the most question. Idiotic things I've ever heard of somebody doing as a stunt to make a little cash. Well, it wasn't even to make cash, like it's just for the views. True. Well, I mean, views lead to ad revenue, like whatever they're I mean, I guess shit. So. They're trying to start something. For they're fame. trying to start some type of way to fame to make money. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, it? fa- a fame grab. I pulled it up. It's uh, it's a city in West Midlands, England. Okay. So we got some good old English boys here having some fun. Having a good time with some quick dry cement. So, yeah, they put his head in a bag. They put a breathing tube in his mouth. And they you, they were using the microwave as a casing. They weren't going to, like, plug it in or anything. They just wanted to make a mold of his head. <laughs> so, so they put, poured in a bunch of bags of, uh, what's what's it called? They, they have a polyphila and poured it around his head. It took them about an hour and a half that they, or well, two and a half hours because they had already been freeing him for an hour and a half and then local crews arrived with a technician rescue team to take the microwave apart. And then that took another hour to free him. So two and a half hours to get this asshole out of the microwave. And they said this was stupid. They were very apologetic. You know, they knew that it, this was possibly taking them away from another actual emergency. <laughs> and I don't know. I guess they won't do it again. Of course. Like, why the fuck would you? You could easily die. You could suffocate it. Yeah, there's so many things head. that could have went wrong. Like, you could have, like, your buddies could have tried to get you out of that with a hammer and fucking crack your skull. And that's the funny thing is, like, it looks almost like it's too heavy for his neck because in every picture it's being held, like, upright by someone else. Because <laughs> it's probably, like, you know, a couple of pounds of cement inside of the microwave, which is already kind of heavy. Oh, yeah. Could you lift your head if it had an extra, like, 50 pounds on it? I think we're talking more about 75 to 100 range. <laughs> That's, yeah, because cement's heavy. I definitely don't think that would do good. I think you would pull something in your neck real quick. <laughs> the average human I'm in the United States especially. I'm just wondering if they, especially, let, if they no. let go, he would just, like, fall and, like, yeah. smash. Oh, and there's, dude, you it's could not like a helmet. That. That's well, just think straight about it. You rock. You your neck. Because your body weight, if like the back of your, like if you fall backwards, if you lifted it up and oh say the backwards had a good chunk of cement and you just fall backwards, your body weight's going to break your neck. The You're thing done. that also I, I thought of when I was reading this story is to do this, he had to probably di- like go complete upside down with his head in the microwave, right? Because if it's liquid cement, they have to pour it around 
his head, so yeah. he had to fucking put his head Unless down. He kind of hovered, like you know, made an A style frame bent over. Yeah. And sat there for hours or whatever, however long it takes for it to to mend. The downward dog straight into oh. head into the microwave. How uncomfortable this whole thing must have been. And how retarded he must have felt once he tried to lift his head up, and the thing was too damn heavy. <laughs> Now, did he get any fines or anything from this, or for the emergency services having to respond? I didn't say anything about him having to pay for it, but I'm assuming they're going to send him a bill. That's got to cost something. I mean, it's an idiotic act. Well, actually, it's over in England, so it might be covered. Maybe they cover morons fucking around. Fucking around with, uh... Quick dry and fucking we'll blame it. microwaves. We'll blame it on the Americans ever since that jackass went live. Kids have been going crazy with stunts. Bush jumping's really different than cementing your head in the microwave, though. Well, people can be dumb. I mean, you fuck around. Hopefully, you're not fucking around at your job, though. Because that's when it can really land you in some, some deep waters. And uh, the story that we're going to cover in our next story involves a whole ton of people fucking around at their jobs. Now, what we have is a former army medic stopped by a uh, Waffle House after having a good old night drinking with his buddies. He decided, you know, he, he was passing by a Waffle House, actually. You know, he was like, that would be pretty good. He had something specific on his mind that he wanted to get made for him. Well, uh, after he went inside and it turned out to be a ghost town, he decided he was going to make it himself. You're wondering, maybe, you know, this establishment wasn't locked down properly. You know, maybe they left. No, it was wide open. It was supposed to be open operating hours. And uh, after 10 minutes in, Waffle I'm cooking. Waffle 24 hours. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, you walk in and there's nobody there. You're like, what the fuck's going on? Right. I would imagine they got robbed and people are dead somewhere. Like, I'd be like, what's oh, God. going on? I always imagine the worst scenario. <laughs> but uh, so he starts cooking his Texas bacon cheese steak melt. Nice. Which sounds that goddamn delicious. Does sound good delicious. I, I agree with this man. This is a good, good choice. Damn. I like this guy already. So he's he's ten minutes in on you know taking down this kitchen, becoming the ultimate chef of it, and uh, he finds somebody fucking sleeping, and then he realizes the whole crew is just passed out because they're not expecting customers and somebody should be doing like a main watch, but they're not. Did they say how many uh, how many people were on like site at the time? Are we There's talking like two mention- people? Like three people. There's not a mention. He just mentioned the the one person he saw. He actually didn't take any photos of the people sleeping. He just took a bunch of fucking selfies of him <laughs> creeping around and cooking his meal. Man in the grill. Yeah. So like he he made his meal. He cleaned up after he was done, and uh, he left. But he didn't pay. But you know he went home, slept, and came back, and he wanted to pay, and uh, told him about what happened. <laughs> And the crazy thing is, the uh, district manager had reached back out to him after the event and uh, thanked him for pointing out a flaw in their business, which means somebody's getting fucking fired, <laughs> and then offered him a job as a cook, because he must have liked his skills on the uh, security cam. There you go. Watch it, watching him cook up that, what was it, a Texas bacon cheeseburger or something? Uh, Texas bacon cheesesteak melt, mm. which is pretty damn it's pretty good right now i could go for one of those really bad boys good. right yeah yeah i'm feeling that i wish we had some right now bacon on yeah. a cheesesteak I, I i don't have any waffle houses around me it's a southern thing from what i understand they're yeah they're around um i can't remember i think i went to a waffle house in baltimore the last time i went to one um they're, they're pretty good 
they're not bad. Yeah, they're really not bad. Um, better than IHOP. I have a thing against IHOP. Everybody likes IHOP. Fuck IHOP. What about Denny's? Everything's sticky. The table's sticky. I'll go to Denny's. I don't give a fuck. I went there Ta- actually this year. I gotta say, I went to Denny's. Table's sticky uh, because there's so many syrups in IHOP. Yeah, fuck IHOP. They got every fucking fruit-flavored one you could ever want. Boysenberry, apricot. It's like, where's All the regular that shit. syrup? Where's the regular syrup? It's out. It's what do you think? What do you think about bologna-flavored syrup? Oh... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pass. That's yeah, a, same here. I don't think it. I don't, I don't fuck with bologna in general. Do you fuck with bologna? No, I hate bologna. I'll okay. do. You know what? I'll do a fried bologna. I'm never doing cold bologna. That's crazy. Never had that. I would go out on a limb and try it. I mean, it's yeah, it's not Especially, bad. Hot, hot bologna is better than cold bologna any day. Yeah, I guess it would be better if we were working with the kind of product that you're about to enlighten us about. Yeah, we got some Mexican bologna being smuggled. We got 227 pounds of it. Contraband sausage coming through the border. This was the worst day ever for uh, the lady that got her sausage seized at the border. And I learned a new word. Salchicha. What is salchicha? Sausage. Oh, salchicha. I, I, I like that. I know, okay. I know chorizo is also a type of sausage, but that's a spicier sausage. This one's salchicha, sausage, also bologna. So I guess they don't salchicha. really make a distinction. This was seized in te- uh, West Texas because they're worried that, you know, you bring in uh, these ham products for, or pork products from other countries and it's going to end up uh, tainting our pork market somehow. It's, it's one of those trade types of things they have they have a stop coming into california too because there's so much agriculture now the lady was she american was she mexican what was the deal yeah she it it was a mexican lady who was coming across uh the border and they found it Hmm. under the mats of her car uh the contraband racked up a thousand dollar fine and that's sad it would have made 1800 cold cut sandwiches Oh, that's kind of sad because you can only imagine the only reason she's smuggling this is it probably makes her a little profit on the side of whatever yeah. she does as a normal job. That's what I'm guessing. So now this lady's got to fucking come up with the, the thousand dollars American equivalent, or like is a yeah. thousand pesos? No, no, it's a thousand dollars. So yeah, it it is <sighs> a lot. A it lot sucks. It it is against the rules. Uh, it's it's tough. You you want to enforce the rules because you don't want yeah. anyone getting sick though. Either. Exactly. Yeah. There's certain you never standards. Know the yeah. this isn't the first time. I guess earlier this year, uh, officials in New Mexico gave uh, another thousand dollar fine to a driver who was smuggling thirty rolls of Mexican bologna into the country. More salchichas coming across the border. Have you you've never had this Mexican bologna? Have you? No, have I you? have not had salchichas. I don't know if it, I, I guess it's not legal. Now I do want it. I want like it a, now. I am kind of like a meat that like is it's mystery meat, you know? Yeah, dude, but a mystery meat that you want, not like span. It's like it's not spicy, delicious. Like, why are you hiding this from me? The government doesn't want you to have this, man. If I'm going for any sort of sandwich, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a bon me. That's my that's my new thing. A, a bon me. What now? Enlighten me on this. Vietnamese lunch sandwich. You can get like a pork one or a chicken one. They got like radish like and lettuce. Deli? Yeah, it's on like a roll. It's really good. It's a Vietnamese like it's bon me. B a h n m i. Man, I have to check that out. Try some of that shit out. Jesus Christ, that sounds delicious. 
I'm fucking hooked on food, man. It used to be you were the one who would always talk about food. Oh, I'm making steaks after this. We already now talked about me. that. I'm like hungry now, and I'm like thinking about all this food we're talking about. Steak and mashed God. potato. Well, let's, let's get out of the food, because I can't handle that anymore. <laughs> now, I've got one more question to ask you, Jesse. When's the last time you shaved your eyelids? Oh, um... That's usually a bi-weekly thing. So, you know, I think Thursday was the last Not time. Not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. What Maybe the this fuck are you sp- talking about? <laughs> shaving what are you eyelids? doing over there? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, apparently this is not so uncommon if you go over to China. Chengdu, specifically. Okay. Because there is a barber, Zhang Gao. And he, uh, his specialty is he takes a razor, a straight razor, and he scrapes it along the inside of your eyelid. Ugh. It's like, uh, in elementary school when people started, like, flipping their eyelids inside out and they thought it was the funniest thing. Ugh. And that's the first thing he does. He does. He flips your eyelid in and inside out, which is so uncomfortable to me, at least. Scrape that shit. And then you got a razor so close to your eyeball. Just waiting to slice into that bad boy. Is there a benefit to this? Well, a local ophthalmologist has said that the technique appears to unblock moisturizing sebaceous glands. Okay. Along the rib of the eyelid. Okay, so it like it makes it so your eye can stay more moist. Yeah. Or is it the blood from your eyelid getting scraped the fuck up, just like blending in with your fucking teardrops? I don't know, uh. man. I mean. If an, a real doctor is getting behind it, I mean, I can't help but to believe maybe there is a benefit. You know, your skin cells reproduce constantly. I mean, what is it? I think they say like every, what is it, seven years, your cells reproduce themselves so much that you're technically not the same person you used to be. Well, yeah, you know, everything yeah, but your nerve endings. It's almost like molting. Yeah, I'm watching the video now of this old man's eyes being it's too much for me i don't like needles i'm that type of person my eyes are watering watching this shit you know how dude i fucked around so i got the contacts that change the color of your eyes one time for halloween it took me over an hour to get one contact (laughs) into my fucking eye i don't blame a stranger just have a fucking straight blade up in my shit oh my god this is like too much like he's not it's not cutting the people's eyes or anything it's just like it must be taken off a very small small layer of skin but no thanks i i, I don't even know if i do acupuncture this this is a little bit farther beyond that are, are you sure I, I it could just cost you a short 12 dollars per shave Oh, and cheap. you just you know that dry feeling that you get in your eyes every now and again especially if you're a smoker it's a you know, bargain, it's, you know? It's, it supposedly wipes that right out. And let me mention the best side. The best part about this is that, that it's a roadside attraction. So, I mean, basically, you just pull up and you're you're served and you're out. Like you an oil change? Get, I'm just imagining you don't even have to get out of your car. You just, like, reaches in your car window, folds your eyelids open, and just You don't even need to put it bitches. in park. Just keep that foot on the brake. Let the guy Scraping go your windshield your is an additional five. Blades. That's it. Five bucks extra, he'll do your windshield. <laughs> that dirty rag that he wipes the fucking razor blade on. Yeah, now, he wipes I, the next I'm, victim's fucking eyelids with. I'm gonna stay away from that. I like my eyes because with my eyes I get to see my brand new smart lights that I'm so fucking infatuated with. 
I'm I'm a little jealous. I uh, I think I'm gonna have to take a step into the smart lights. The smart house thing is out of control. We both yeah. have these echo things, and smart lights are so cool. You can control them with your phone. Many spectrums, like the one you have. Matt and I both got Amazon Echoes, and I think you can play our podcast from the Amazon Echo. Try it if you if you are subscribed. Uh, to I us. tried let us, it. I let us say, know. Spoiler alert! I tried it. Um, we have to do a little work and submit our podcast real Once quick. Once we're on Spotify, but soon enough. I promise you'll be able to just tell your Alexa to play American Slacker Podcast and you'll be able to tell the name. You'll be able to actually play us on it, which is really fucking cool. And why we're so captivated by this smart home technology. Yeah, getting your news, you know, being able to just like talk to it and have it control anything in your house that's connected via Wi-Fi. I bought one smart bulb, which was like $45, but I, I'm loving it. It's a lot of money, but the thing you look at is that thing's going to last you for fucking 10, 20 years, no problem. And you control it by your voice now, your yep. phone, whatever I can you say, decide. I can say, like, go to 50% brightness, or 25% brightness. I can change the color. Yeah. Give it blue. And it's red. crazy because the color spectrum is technically, like, you could have 3, 3 million different colors because of this color right. spectrum. is so insane. And it can also, I think it has a mode where it'll, you know, strobe to your music and stuff. So there's a yep. lot of cool uh, things about these smart lights. And actually, our funny clip of the week has to do with these smart lights <laughs> this guy went <laughs> yes. all out got a whole bunch of smart lights for his uh, house and is looking to impress his wife he forgot that his security camera was rolling though and it captured uh. every ballet twirly moment of this guy commanding the lights around his house he he sends it into a, a light show essentially at the command of his voice while while motioning like a conductor to each of these lights in his in each room, <laughs> he is twirling around like a ballerina. It is hilarious, it's a but I can't help but going on. have sympathy because I could do the same thing if I had just bought a bulk of these smart lights and I was just controlling them. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Right, the first day I kind of did something similar. The first I wasn't dancing nearly as much as this guy is, but I the fir- first day that Marley uh, came in, I didn't tell her that I had gotten the smart light yet and i i changed the uh hue of the light so it went from like orange to like blue or like white just to like give it a little like oh you know it's changing the temperature of the light and then i completely switched over and i was like red green blue (laughs) (laughs) just send it out every vibrant color that i could put up there to be like show off how cool it is it's definitely a neat piece of technology yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this whole adaption to smart technology in the house. Vacuums to outlet controls to lights. Crazy. Hell yeah. Can't help but get amused like this gentleman right here. <laughs> we're, so that you guys can see it, we're going to be posting this up on Wednesday as we do with all of our funny clips of the week. So now, we're getting into video games. <laughs> All right, well, the first game we're going to talk about is one we've been pretty hyped about for the past few months. Yeah, and I I mean, I was just actually thinking about this, how we've been 
hyped for this one less than one we're going to talk about in a couple of stories. Like, you know what I mean? We've been waiting longer for one we're going to talk about in a couple of stories now than we yeah. have for this one. This one had yeah. a pretty uh, quick release. Yeah, I was never expecting this one to ever come to Xbox One, honestly. It's a PC adaption, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. And uh, it's a really cool concept. It's a 100 player battle royale multiplayer online. And it's pretty chaotic in like a SOCOM type environment. You can roll around with your friends on like a large island, sort of getting into shootouts by finding finding weaponry, I guess, scattered throughout the the buildings. Yeah. Yeah, it's a five by five mile. It's a huge map. And um, apparently, it, it. Conforms you to smaller circles every so often. Making it so that you actually come into contact with other players as the playable area shrinks. Yeah, I like to call it the real-life version of styling of uh, Fortnite. Yeah, it's a more realistic version. Yeah, it's it's definitely, like you said, more like a SOCOM kind of feel. Yeah. Yeah, one of the upsetting things is apparently it's only going to run at 30 frames per second on Xbox One. Versus about 60 frames per second on the Xbox One X. Yeah, which, so if you had that, you had made the uh, jump, a few of our friends have, then you'll you'll get the experience of the, the little bit quicker frame rate, which, you know, just will establish a smoother game in general. And so it, I'm curious. I think it'll still be all right, but it's it might be a little shaky at first. They're hoping to bump it up. I've never had like a big concentration on the graphics necessarily. You know, if it's a good enough game, you can always bypass the graphics. Yes, I'm right. Over that. I've played. I mean, iDarb. We played the shit out oh of that, God. and it's literally just pixels of people. True. Jumping. There's. I feel like there's a retro draw on that, though. At the same time, it's like an HD version of the games we first played when we were like little babies. You know, we yeah. grew up on NES, things that were just like 2D asteroids or something. Yeah. So they they have a bunch of packs that they're also releasing over the next couple of days when uh, the up to the release of the game on December 12th. And there, it's weird because I haven't seen much of this on the Xbox Live store. But they no. have a couple of them. The packs are all just... They're not anything that's going to make you better in the game. It's just style things. Yeah, like, you know, shoes, shirts, uh, balaclava that you can wear. Yeah. No crazy weapon advantage because you can't start with a weapon. So it's, it's going to be a fun game. It's only $30. To, $30. Uh, so up. cheap for, for a game that, of that quality. Um, it's going to be a game preview, so it's not going to be the full game at first. They're still working on getting it fully transferred. But, I would uh, say the benefit to that, though, is you know they're going to be adding things. As it they will, along. and I'm sure that price is going to go up. It's going to double. It, most likely it'll be, end up at the, you know, the $59.99 range where uh, most games are when they're out of the game preview. Um, yeah, uh, it's a great game coming the twelfth, which is uh, t- very Tuesday. Yeah, very soon. We have a lot happening on the twelfth in our uh, next Ooh, little yeah. bit of video game news. Here, we're talking about Grand Theft Auto Five. They put out another DLC for for free. This is the psh, fucking what twenty fourth or something. Maybe crazy, maybe like even that. more than that. Yeah, free DLC that they've put out. Uh, Rockstar is very gracious with the way that they've done that. 
Yeah, they, it's the they only do a game to play. Give shit about their servers. Don't give them full. Don't give them over credit because they they definitely do a game to play with the shark cards. Well, that's but they, I think they did it the right way compared to EA, who everyone's yeah. complaining about lately. Yeah, you don't get maps or certain things. Yeah. The new DLC is the Doomsday Heist update, and this comes with a brand new heist that you can play online. It there's, finally there's a trailer that shows what the heist sort of entails and they they've created an elon musk type of character which is pretty funny because we're always talking about elon on the show hell yeah can't help but it he's a fucking genius he is the bruce wayne if there was ever a bruce wayne in our fucking world he's building those tunnels for his (laughs) bat cave now uh there's flying deloreans we got jetpacks um we have a possible answer to the mount chiliad mystery which I think is quite interesting because the descriptions that we've seen and the images that have been put out, you know, these DeLoreans, they fly and they also end up at the bottom of the ocean attacking a nuclear sub. You're saying they're submarine and they can fly? Mm Mm-hmm. That's wicked cool. It's You know it's going to have a crazy price tag. It's going to have a five mil. They also have pictures of jetpacks hovering over top of Mount Chiliad. So that's, that's what makes, cool. leads me to believe that we're going to have some okay. sort of Mount Chiliad mystery answer. <sighs> me and you were hard on that mystery in the first month. Like, we were going to fucking solve it. And, and here we are. How many years later? How many years later? One of the later? things I was thinking, you know, is that they maybe there wasn't an answer and that it was something that they were going to come out with later. So w- Way before go. American Slacker, we were on fucking <laughs> private journalism trying to figure out this. Right. I hope so, I hope I hope you're right. I hope it's solved. Yeah, and it gives me a reason to play the heist now. So we're gonna be jumping on that. Make sure to uh, you know hit us up if you're down to do some of the GTA heists. Figure out Hell this yeah. Chiliad mystery. I need to rack up some dough. Hell yeah, hit us up. We're moving on. Uh, we have an update also on the game Sea of Thieves, which that this is the game I was talking about before. We've been waiting for this one for quite some time. A uh, number of months, if not a little over a year. I feel like the beginning of the show. Rare, yeah, right? Uh, Rare Studios, the same people that did Donkey Kong. Fucking love that game. They've been working on putting out a game called Sea of Thieves that is basically like a pirate adventure where you can like fuck around on pirate ships with your friends and go look for treasure and get into battles and fight skeletons and shit. One of the things is it definitely appeals to the Rare company and uh, has a little more of a cartoon image versus like a realistic view. That's true. But, but the gameplay might fall through to where we were talking before where the graphics do not matter because the gameplay is so amazing. And I think the concept is is definitely, it has the potential to be that. Yeah, I mean you're working as like a five man pirate team to go explore the open seas. They, it's not, it's like a cross between like an uh, MMO RPG and like an arcade game in a way. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, ever since I played Black Flag Assassin's Creed, like I wanted a, a pirate game that would just let you be a pirate. Right. You don't have to worry about, like, don't worry about the regular shit. Like, go out there and do, like, exploring and all that. Like, it, it, yeah, I'm excited for this. There's, yeah, and there's a lot of that kind of stuff to do in this game, it seems. And we'll finally, finally, finally get the chance to try it out in March of 2018. They have a release date, March 20th, uh, 2018, and they're taking pre-orders right now. They also put out a new trailer that we will be sure to post. I'm going to post that on Thursday. 
on the Facebook page. Awesome. Now, we have a few games that we wanted to uh, touch on that were the games with gold in the beginning of December. I kind of had a hand on a few, uh, on the few of them. I'm sure you had a a bit more of time with them. But uh, the first one... I got a little bit of time. The first one, Warhammer. Uh, You know, I think that's a good game, and I'm going to keep it installed on my Xbox because I wanted to actually try it out a little more, even after talking about it. But it feels to me like a very guided Skyrim based off of a very similar story as the Golden Axe story way back um, from, like, Sega. I don't know if you remember that game. You choose, like, a few characters, you know, a little gnome, a big guy, a girl, whatever. But it felt like that, but the graphics met, like, Skyrim. But a slimmed-down Skyrim, you're not picking up items, and it's not as in-depth. Yeah, this one's definitely more... um... Almost like, kind of like how Call of Duty does their, their yes. rounds. You, I would you're say playing that. online with with other characters in the group. You could play uh, on local too if you don't yep. want to do online. Yeah, um, I played local just because I wanted to check it out. Yeah, and it, it, it's interesting. It's a cool fighting sort of game. I, I don't know how much time I'm, I would sink into it necessarily. It gave me a couple of uh, connectivity issues. Who knows? That might have been my modem for all I know. But yeah, always fun. <laughs> but I did get a chance to try the next one, Child of Eat. Well, I'm sorry, Warhammer uh, End Times Vermintide is available from the first to the thirty-first all month. Oh, okay. So there's going to be a well gap for you to be able to grab this game. Definitely. And the next one is an Xbox 360 game called Child of Eden, and this one's available from the first to the fifteenth. So you'll have a couple of days once this episode comes out. It's a kind of shooter, uh, arcade uh, electronica. Uh, it's, uh, trippy? Very trippy. It's I couldn't like focus my eyes on what was yeah, going on. It's, I, they say it's a rhythmic action game. I fell off immediately when it opened up with this crazy, trippy video scheme. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. I'm, I can't. Yeah, it's weird. It's a, it's made by Ubisoft, who... They, I've, I believe they do Rayman. Yeah. Yeah, they do a lot of Tomb Raider, I believe. Maybe the original it's, but yeah. So, it's... I don't know. I think it was like an experimental game. It came... Its initial release date was 2011, so it's definitely a dated game. Okay. Yeah. Definitely... It's definitely an older game. It's fucking weird, though, I've got to say. Yeah, it's very odd. It's not unplayable. It's uh, I just I wouldn't like. I see why they're giving it away for free. Yeah, maybe uh, it's available to the fifties. Before you get on there, you'll have a good old time. The the next one I'm actually kind of interested to see how it turns out. It comes out on the sixteenth, and it's available till the end of the month on the thirty first. It's called Marlow Briggs and the Mask of Death. Okay, not familiar with that game at all. It looks like a, uh, it's an adventure game where you are doing like hack and slash kind of stuff through enemies and you're this guy. It, it The character almost looks like the main character in, uh, what was that movie that just came out? That Disney movie with the uh, Maui, the warrior dude. Oh, the one that the rock Koana? played. Yeah, Moana. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Moana. It looks like you, the the main character in Moana. this game sort of Moana. looks like the uh, the rocks character in that movie, and you you sort of have like magical Mayan powers, I believe. Okay. 
and you kind of work your way through. It's like a Tomb Raider sort of arcadey game. Okay, I would check that out. Yeah, it got a 9 out of 10 on Steam. So, you know, GameSpot gave it 7 good. out of 10. Yeah, it's, it's worth, worth checking out. We'll have to see how it, it plays out. We'll play it. So that one's available until the end of the month. The next one is uh, kind of interesting. I didn't even know this game existed. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware either. Um, but it's another da- it's another t- part of the Telltale series. And they're always yeah, cranking out they're, really They're known for uh, the Walking Dead series, A Wolf Among Us, the Borderlands one that was available last month. Yeah. And actually in, more, into yeah. this month. Yeah, Back to the Future. Really cool one. Uh, I'm interested. It's got Doc in it. It's cool. I, I'm really uh, willing to check this one it's out. It's got Doc and Biff and uh, the actual voice actors like Christopher Lloyd um, yeah. came in and did the did the voices for it. Which so it's so cool. It's like a decision-based game that walks you through the Back to the Future movie plot. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be an interesting one to check out, at least. And that one's available from the 16th to the 15th of uh, January. Awesome. So, yeah, you got a while to catch that once it comes out. So now we're moving on from video games to some uh, TV suggestions. All right. Well, I'm going to start it out. I uh, chose a awesome Netflix original. It is called Mindhunter. And now what it is, it's an American crime drama that's based on the whole... When FBI, the FBI introduced criminal profiling, especially among serial killers, which I I have a vast interest in that. I know you do too, Jesse. Um, Definitely a lot of podcasts. Being, hell yeah, that really ruined that for me. I was just like so hard into it once they started going deep in, on all the different killers, and you get to you get to see a lot of the killers. If you are a listener of last podcast, you get to see a lot of the main serial killers that you might hear on there, or you just might know because of the heinous acts they have done the acting in this is really good too i have to say oh my god yeah the guy the guy that plays ed kemper is really really cool fucking they have so many good actors cameron Britton is the guy who plays edmund kemper and yeah his a lot of people have said that his uh portrayal of that killer is almost spot on and creepily so Oh my god, insanely, yeah, because he's just such a calm and collected gentleman, just like you hear described with anybody that, that researches who that guy is. Meanwhile, you know what he did. He he's, he killed a bunch of young girls. Yeah, absolutely. And then Jerry Brudos, uh, who had like a, a crazy like foot fetish, but also wouldn't admit to his crimes. The guy who played him was great, too. And then yeah. the, the main guy, Jonathan Groff, uh, who plays oh Holden, the main detective. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, which is, he, you go through a crazy story with him, between him losing his girlfriend, it's an on and off thing, and then they finally split at the end of the first series, which I cannot wait until season two comes out. It's, uh, it's fucking, it'll grab you. Do you know if it's confirmed already it's confirmed for a second that, uh, Last month they actually confirmed that they're going to shoot season two, so it's been resigned, it's going to come out. Huh, nice. So I cannot wait for that. I was going through the IMDb of the main uh, character, Jonathan, or the main, the actor, Jonathan Groff, who plays the main character. And I didn't realize he's also uh, the voice of one of the main main characters in that Disney movie, Frozen. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. He plays Kristoff. I haven't seen the movie myself, but I'm familiar with the uh, Yeah, with the I'm characters. familiar with it enough. 
from Let He's it go. also on Glee, I guess. <laughs> really? Yeah, see, I've seen bits and pieces of Glee, not something that I've always seen. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not really um, up my alley, but it's, uh, so it's interesting to see him do something along these lines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's not I much singing like somebody in Mindhunter. Not much at all. Uh and I'm I'm excited about a second season because you know the people that this is based off of uh, it's based off of three detectives uh, but mainly two is who they took the influence from Johnny Douglas and uh, Robert K. Wrestler and they talked and they didn't actually talk to Ed Kemper they talked to David Berkowitz the oh. son of Sam Killer Ted Bundy John Wayne Gacy and Charles Manson so I'm hoping they incorporate some of these guys in the next season because I really. I'm more familiar with these guys, obviously. These are some of the biggest names of serial killers. Definitely. And if you're going to profile serial killers, those would be ones to do. Yeah, exactly. The main group of them. Absolutely. But yeah, Mindhunter's all over acting. The storytelling is great. And uh, IMDb gave it an 8.7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 96. And... uh, the audience gave it a 95. I give it a fucking high 90s for sure. I really like it. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, I, I binged right through Mindhunter, and I also suggested it to pretty much everyone I talked to while I was watching it. Hell yeah, it's so good. So good. Check it out, and definitely check out the one that Jesse's about to tell you about, because I'm on it right now. Yeah, I'm t- I'm here to tell you about the fucking Punisher, man. On uh, Netflix, this is one of the better Marvel Punisher. Yeah, Punisher's Marvel. One of the better Marvel series that they put together. It's very brooding. It's very dark. Uh, it's 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 like if Batman shot people in the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh the superhero that doesn't have a limit. And you know, and he no has all the morals. reason not to. Uh, the man Frank Castle, known as the Punisher, it, it kind of leads out of the uh, Daredevil series because he was starred, his character starred in that as well. There's sort of a storyline crossover, and the first like actual season of the Punisher concentrates on him going after people that were in his unit in the Marines. Um, he was used as a, an assassin, and he's going after the people that essentially also killed his family it's very it's a very twisted web there's yeah there's plenty of great uh, actors and actresses and jonathan bernthal who you might recognize as shane from the walking dead plays frank castle and he's couldn't be a better cast very very guarded and very um I don't know. He's just very dark. He's a dark character, and he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to let you in. And that's one of the interesting yeah. things about the Punisher, compared to yeah. other superheroes who just lay it all out for you. I want to fight justice and do this. He's like, no, no, I'm just gotta yeah. do my shit. He just he has his own goal to achieve. Nothing else matters. Right. And, and I, yeah, I can't. The brutality of this show. You just can't stress enough. I really. The fight scenes are out of control. Fucking amazingly done. The, uh, the guy that plays David Lieberman, a.k.a. Micro, he does a really good job. Uh, Evan Moss, Bacharach, and also uh, Dina Medina, the the FBI agent who's uh, pursuing the cases, uh, played by Amber Rose Reva. She does a really great job, too. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, the whole cast is great in this. And again, 
I mean, the story just is so good. You the just fight watch scenes are so brutal sometimes. Like, I thought I was watching Hostel. Dude, it is that fucking brutal. And uh, that's what I love about these productions. They don't have to touch mainstream TV and get censored. Because they right. can do what they want. And it, it, I think it adds to the element of the whole telling the story. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. IMDb gave it a 8.9 out of 10. So basically a 9 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes not as not as great. Uh, they gave it a sixty one percent on the tomato meter, and the really? but the audience wow. gave it a ninety four percent. Yeah, see, I feel like certain places are a little biased, but uh, yeah, I I would definitely say it's one of the best things that you can pull up, especially on your Netflix hub. I feel like with the critics, there's a bit of a bad taste in their mouth when it comes to Marvel because it's been a little hit and miss between mm, Iron Fist, which deal. a lot of people didn't seem to like, and Luke like Cage that. and Jessica Jones, which people did yeah. seem to like. I didn't get in. This is one I didn't get into. Love Blue Cage. I, I like the Iron Fist, but I didn't get into the, the Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah, I would say give that one. Did you give it a chance yet? You'd watch it? No, you know I honestly haven't. Okay, no, it's. I would say it's worth it. It's better yeah. than Iron Fist. Really? When it comes okay. to the Netflix Marvel stuff. Okay. So yeah, make sure you guys check out The Punisher. Make sure you check out Mind Hunter, both on Netflix, both easily yeah. accessible. Can't get easier than that. We're going to make it real easy for you to uh, stay in contact with us. Check us out on all the realms. First off, check out the Facebook page. You'll find us at American Slacker Podcasts. Also, don't forget to stop by the American Slackers group where you can take part in some fucking ridiculous conversation that I'm sure you'll get amusement out of. On Instagram, you'll find all the promos for our shows, the graphics and whatnot. Find us at American Slacker Podcasts. Don't forget the main hub. It's americanslackerpodcast.com. And similar, you can send us an email at americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com. And also, if you want to jam out to all the artists that we feature on the show, check out the Spotify playlist. Search American Slacker Podcast and you'll be rocking out. You can also find us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. That's Amher Slacker Podcast. Please rate and review us over on iTunes and tell a friend about the show. Another thing you can do, we have a YouTube page where all of our episodes are available for free for you. Go subscribe. We have a couple of subscribers on there. We want to get those numbers up just because like it looks better for us. Yeah, yeah, it looks a little better. <laughs> you can also become a Patreon sponsor of the show like the awesome people up top that we give shout outs to. We also have rewards available on that Patreon, and we're going to be adding more and more stuff as the new year rolls around. So be sure to go over there and uh, become a sponsor of the show. Really appreciate it. And lastly, check us out on our personal shit. You can find me on Instagram at MWG Media. Find me on Snapchat and on my Xbox Live gamertag at G from HP. And you can find me on all of those at Landers the Plane. Alrighty, people. Until next time, we love every fucking one. And, uh, that's it. There you go. So, according to a local optolo- optologist, did I say that wrong? Optometrist?
Ophthalmologist? Ophthalmologist? Yeah, ophthalmologist. Uh, oh, ophthalmologist. Ophthalmologist. Ophthalmologist, thank you. Well, a local ophthalmologist. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy this one, editing. <laughs> <laughs> this might be bloopers, me trying to pronounce this word. Yeah, oh I'm throwing it. One in of those there. words are brain locking me. Well, a local ophthalmologist. <laughs> 